0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Discipleship.ca. My name is Steve and with me today is... Teresa. Thanks for joining us as we have another discussion with the hope, prayer and goal of encouraging you in your daily walk of faith and journey towards Christ-likeness as we explore scripture, faith and Christian life as well as talking about what Jesus is teaching us on our journeys of faith. Today we are talking about uh, one of the teachings that Jesus did. Uh, It's specifically we're going to look at John chapter 15 where he talked about uh, the vine and the branches.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, my Bible it's kind of titled I am the true vine but it's right. one of those pictures that Jesus gives us to try to help us to understand how all this relationship stuff works uh, between God the Father Jesus Christ the Son and us right and, and we kind of figure out how do we connect how do we stay uh, you know in touch with Jesus? how do we maintain that life vine, Branch connection kind of deal. So, Teresa's going to read John chapter 15, 1 to 25.
1: All right, John chapter 15. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, that it may be more fruitful, bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you But I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide so that whatever you ask, the Father in my name, he may give it to you. These things I command you so that you will love one another. If the world hates you, know that it has hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own, but because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you. A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will also keep yours. But all these things they will do to you on account of my name, because they do not know him who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not have been guilty of sin. But now they have no excuse for their sin. Whoever hates me hates my father also. If I had not done among them the works that no one else did, they would not be guilty of sin. But now they have seen and hated both me and my father. But the word that is written in the law, their law must be fulfilled. They hated me without cause.
0: Yeah. So it starts with this vine and branch
1: um, uh, word picture analogy. and,
0: And then it moves to this I've called you out of the world so therefore mm-hmm. it's going to things are going to be different and God has a plan for the way that we're going to live we're supposed to live life and yes. and he actually Jesus actually lays it out for us mm-hmm. just albeit in parables and stories <laughs> where you got to kind of work a little bit and we talked about that yeah. uh, last time mm-hmm. um and so Again, here Jesus is kind of pushing into godliness and what does that actually mean? And we can see again that it's devotion to God resulting mm. in a life that is pleasing to him. I like that. Um, and, and we can kind of see that in three different ways. So I'm going to look up the first one. Okay. And you're going to look up the second one, the Psalm 42, verse 2. But okay. the first one is Exodus chapter 15, verse 11. It says there, uh, "'Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? "'Who is like you, majestic in holiness, "'awesome in glorious deeds, doing wonders and we realize mm-hmm. uh, you know as we as we dig into scripture and figure out who uh god is and and how we're supposed to live the first thing we realize is god is so great sovereign mm-hmm. yeah. powerful majestic like whatever words you want to use whatever superlative words you want to use to put god into his place this is like a a, a massive um uh reality of, of just working through and realizing um, who God is and, and what he is all about yeah. um, the second one is desiring and committing to know him.
1: Yes, I was looking, I actually had Isaiah, and I was reading 42, I just saw the 42, I was like, I turned right to it, I'm so good, and then I'm reading it, and I'm like, that does not make any sense, this has nothing to do with realizing. Oh.
0: Just curiosity's sake, because you, you studied it for a few seconds, what does Isaiah 42 oh, verse 2 say? I just say? lost it. So I just it. lost it, never mind. It what talks does-
1: about like a bruised reed, or uh, no, no, I don't I'm know. It, I was going to nothing, say that's in the bruised reed section. Nothing so. to do with knowing God. <laughs> desiring Again, him.
0: a good thing. We could all look up John Owen's a bruised reed book and we could go into some Puritan theology. That would be all right. Too. could. But I knew I recognized that. Desiring and committing okay. to know him. Psalm My, 42, verse, verse 2. Verse 2
1: of Psalm 42. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? So thirsting. Hey, I love yeah. that thirsting. For we are God.
0: supposed to thirst and, and you got to tuck that away, right? So we've got an all powerful, all, uh, you know, whatever way you want to describe God, uh, majestic, s- supreme God. And then we're supposed to thirst
1: mm-hmm.
0: and Jesus is about to use an imagery of, we are like a branch that draws mm. yes. our, our life, uh, out of. The, That's right. The vine and Can't out, survive out of the roots. Um, but then we have to learn how to love God. So we got mm. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 5, which I know lots of people can probably recite from memory. Mm. Uh, you shall love the Lord your God mm. with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might, right?
1: Um, you sing that in a round at school. I, I went to a private Christian school. So not, we had a lot of rounds, yeah, a, lot lot of, lot of singing. a lot of singing. I <laughs> went to public school, not <laughs> so much singing. Not so much.
0: Um, godliness, though becomes clear that it's not a set of rules that we have to live by and obey. It comes when we fall in love with Jesus. When we learn mm-hmm. about him, we see his love uh, and how he loves us and accepts us and we, and we see that living for him, for God, actually matters. Um, you'll notice that Does. it's not, that wasn't love the Lord your God uh, at least a couple hours a week.
1: <laughs> on <laughs> Just Sunday, on Sunday morning.
0: Uh, or, you know, love the Lord, your God, when it's convenient,
1: Hmm, when you feel like it, the, the
0: the commands of how we're supposed to live Hmm. are all or nothing. Yes. And I think our passage is going to kind of help us to understand that. So if we look back at the John 15 passage, the first four verses, right? I'm the true vine. The father's the vine dresser. Every branch of me doesn't bear fruit. He takes away. Every one that does bear fruit is good. Um, You're already, you're clean because of the word I've spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch can't bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. Hmm. So right away, we start to get this understanding of how, uh, a vineyard works and right. and I never understood it until uh, a point in our marriage where we took a took a pastoral uh, job at a church and it was in uh, a, a wine capital the wine capital of Canada <laughs> um and I know some people are like is that a thing and yes, a thing? yes yes it is it is um it's a
1: thing. there's a couple a um, couple things actually a couple of places buy for them on opposite ends of the country yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah but uh they you know there was a lot of thing uh, a lot of people people growing grapevines there and uh, you would you could watch the yearly seasonal ebb and flow of what they were doing and there actually was a spot where they were like you know once the once the branches had bore the fruit they weren't going to do it again in -hmm. the same way so they would get cut off and then they would be left on the ground and then they would either be mulched up right or gathered up and there were still some guys there that gotten that would up burn them and would burn them Interesting. because you wanted to get rid of the pests that went into the dead wood. Right. Right, so you actually wanted to get rid of them. It those wasn't things. that
1: they were useless. They were actually diseased and yeah, detrimental they, to the rest of the living plants. There's plant. that
0: possibility once they hit the ground, but they 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 had already carried the good fruit yeah. or they didn't carry fruit at all. Right. Right, yeah. and so now we had to get rid of it. But the point is a mm. branch removed is going to die. Yeah. And then it will never bear fruit. No, and so right. right away you realize Jesus is putting us into a spot where there's an expectation, hmm. right? Like we're part of the plant that bears fruit. Right now, we have that's to figure. Out. We yeah. have to figure out what fruit bearing means for each of us, because some people will take that as evangelism of fruit bearing. It would be right. a Christian produces more Christians.
1: I think growing up, that's what I was taught. Yeah, um, that it, that it all what depends.
0: This is one of these spots Whether, where it depends yeah. on your theology. Right. Um, because, you know, we have, and we don't really talk about this, I haven't talked about it a lot in in in, uh, in the podcast world, but we've got, you know, kind of more Arminian-leading theology and we've got more Calvinistic-leading theology. Right. Arminian theology oftentimes says the fruit is other Christians because the Christian makes a Christian. Right. A Calvinist would say, no, Jesus makes other Christians, so that can't be our fruit because it can't depend on us. Right. right. Um, so the fruit then becomes our character, our lives. Our, the fruit of the Spirit. What we do. The, um, and the then, manifested- there's, then there's some weirdos that split it down some the middle, weirdos? which would be where I would want to land. Oh. I think for some people it's going to show up as evangelism right. and, and other, uh, other processes, evangelism, discipleship, that kind of stuff. Okay. And for others it's going to show up in the way that they live their lives, the the, hmm. the example that they are, right? But right. we have to, yep. uh, it doesn't matter which way you want to do it, we have to be connected. right? So that means we stay in the word. If we go back to those three that we started with from Exodus, Psalm, and, and Deuteronomy, we stay in the word, we communicate with God, and then we do what pleases him. right? Like we, we give him everything. Uh, and you start to realize as we do that, right, we're not going to get cut off.
1: Right.
0: We're not ripped off. Somebody <laughs> doesn't come along and take us yeah. off. This is actually an act of God to remove hmm. the unfaithful. Right. To remove the non-fruit bearing parts mm-hmm. of the plant. Um, why? Because when they would cut it off in the vineyard, it makes the plant healthier. and yeah. makes the plant better It grows, it gives it more life, more longevity, right? Um, So then you get into the next four verses, verses five through eight. Right. I am the vine, you're the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he bears fruit, uh, much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches gathered, thrown in the fire and burned. Mm -hmm. If you abide in me and my word abides in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. By this, my Father is glorified that you will bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. Um there's there's this reality that Jesus calls us to abide, and that's a tough word for us to think about because abiding isn't something we do very well in our world. That is uh, true. Abiding would be um not being distracted in your brain, not being scrolling through your phone, not yeah, being I, not having all of those other things, but just being content. To be with God.
1: Yeah. Focused on him, with him. Because nothing else matters.
0: Nothing else matters. More than him. More than being in him. If you've, Hmm. you know, like I just had a little panic attack a few minutes ago. As I reached through all my pockets and I'm, where's my phone? And I'm like, I don't really need it right here, right now. Um, It's in a different room.
1: You don't know. Who knows? You're always losing your phone. phone, You should be used to that.
0: It's somewhere over there. But but the idea is that's what abiding is, is. Mm-hmm. I can't abide in what I'm doing here right now if I'm distracted by something else. Mm-hmm. So, Jesus calls gotcha. to abide in, to live in, and stay connected to him because he is our life. Mm-hmm. Right? So, in this discipleship journey that we're all on, um, the one thing that we cannot do is lose sight of the one that gives us life. Yes. yes. We have to, have to, have to stay connected to Jesus. And doing that produces two things in us. This is what I see here. First is there's powerful prayer.
1: Hmm.
0: Our prayer will shift from our wants to what Jesus wants.
1: Right. So it's not just that, okay, you can pray for whatever you want and I'll give it to you. You want a Lamborghini, or you want this, 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 this. No, it's it's more, you will start praying the Lord's will. You were praying through for yeah. what God wants. So now yeah. you're no longer focused on yourself. You're focused on God and eternal things. Yeah. Not necessarily this world and the things it offers. And
0: then the second part is, to the second thing we see is, obviously, Jesus is telling us that our lives hmm. should be fruitful. Yeah. Now, that could be godly character for some people, uh, resulting in lives that are, are touched for God, Right? right So sometimes we all have
1: Godly character though Or working towards that.
0: Working towards it. Absolutely. Right. Now yeah. but see some people don't want to they say that's just the way it is. okay there's got to be more fruit. I and see. here the trick is is you know if evangelism is an outflow of your love for God and your godly character and the success in that is mm-hmm. is you know flowing and good and you're not fixated on that. Great. Right. Because even evangelism can become the idol that you chase because you're really good at this thing. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you love being the evangelist more than you love being the Christian,
1: the the, the Jesus
0: follower, right? Right. John chapter 14, verse 6 says, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me.
1: Yeah, no one. No one. This is very clear actually. So, There's not this always lead to heaven. It's yeah. no one comes no, except through no Jesus. No one.
0: But more yeah. than that, it's no one comes except through Jesus. Doesn't matter how elegant I am in my my, my speaking or yeah. in the way I present the gospel, it's not me.
1: But it's, also it's Jesus. It's Jesus. No, alone. absolutely. But but also another hard thing to realize is for someone who knows believes in God, and only God, yep. believes that God created, believes him, but has no uh, belief or acknowledgement of who Jesus is, then they also miss it. Yeah. Right? And that's hard, I think, for people. Else. But well, everything about the gospel actually is hard in our society. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, the world doesn't help us make this easy, right? So. Yeah. Uh, as we go from there, we're now we're into verse nine through eleven, the right. Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. Again, mm. we're still abiding. Yeah, like Jesus is—he's kind of harping on this. Like it's—it's a, it's <laughs> a deal. He's it's a deal for us to stay connected and, and just be where yeah. He is and what He's giving us. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. Right. Now he's up in the game and he's saying, hey. Yeah, this is what I do. You need to stay in me just yeah. like I stay in the Father. Yeah.
1: But verse 11. Yeah, verse 11. These favorite. things
0: I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you. Right. And that your joy yes. may be full. I love that. Right? So doing all of this should actually result in joy, like a gladness of heart that comes from a deep confidence that God is in control of our lives. Mm-hmm so grumpy people that is a problem right if grumpy. you're if your if your general disposition is cranky hmm. and and i get accused not of thankful. this i get accused of this sometimes because i am i am
1: your uh, demeanor can come across I your tone not a, i'm but not a
0: jovial <laughs> you know life of the party kind of right. sideshow bob clown if you watch the simpsons uh, I'm not the hey the hey hey hey. I'm not that guy, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, so some people take that as I don't have any joy. Hmm. No, I have I have deep joy. You do. I have deep deep joy. Um, we all should have deep joy, yeah. and it, but it comes from one place, right? People ask me all the time, what are the hobbies that you love? Reading about Jesus. <laughs> well, what do you do for a living? Well, I read about Jesus and I tell people about Jesus. Yeah. Well, how can that be your hobby? Because I get joy from
1: it. Right.
0: Right? The, the joy that comes from having mm. that confidence that God is the center and everything for me. And this joy is complete in Christ, right? So as we fixate in our walk of faith, it has to be on Christ because just as he fixated on the father we fixate on him That's right. our joy will be filled because our joy is found in his joy his joy right. is found in the father and it's yeah. like
1: it's this beautiful relationship it, yeah.
0: but this also means that it's in both the good and the bad times yes you can't just be happy with god in happy, all happy i don't know that happy joyful Yeah, I I switched words because the English language is... is
1: I know, it's true, but I I feel that happy is like a very fleeting emotion. It is. Based on circumstance, whereas joy...
0: Joy is the bedrock.
1: It's the solid, the foundation, the... Yeah,
0: yeah. happiness is a response. Joy is the actual emotion.
1: Okay, that works.
0: Right. Um, But it's in both the good and the bad times. Um, So (laughs) earlier today, as I'm driving down the road and... (laughs) Moments earlier, a rock had hit our car, and I was like, wow, that was kind of hard. And then all of a sudden, I hit a little bump, and I was covered in glass from the well, driver's side. don't forget the loud bang that well, sounded like bang, a shotgun yeah, had that, gone off. That right beside my head. It's terrifying. Um, and then I was covered in glass from the driver's side window, and <laughs> those moments can it. steal your joy, right? Yeah. It's, it's not what I would call a good time. No. Not necessarily really a bad time either. But no, there's worse, Just, but. just not something that I look at and go, "Oh, joy."
1: And not the something that we right? would have chosen. And that's where
0: that that's where that paradox between joy and happiness actually happens. So my happiness was gone, but my joy in Jesus was still there. Yeah. But I wasn't really super excited about what that I means, just, right? Yeah. Um, so God uh, uses our joy to reach other people around us which means it has to be part of us. This is why Jesus says our joy might be full. Right. Right. So the last little bit of this, I am the true vine section, verses 12 through through 17. Uh, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. So again, we're getting into one another's, which we did already mm-hmm. uh, a while back. Yep. Greater love has none than this, that someone laid down his life for his friends. I mean, foreshadowing. Jesus is kind of giving away the playbook here. Foreshadowing. Uh, greater love has, uh, if you are my friends, you, if you do what I command, no longer do I call you servants for the servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends for uh, all that you've heard from my father. I've made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you and you should go and bear fruit that your fruit should abide so that whatever you ask the father in my name may be given to you. These things I command to you so that you will love one another.
1: Mm hmm. You don't have to read that so fast, though, just uh, i just going just fast
0: because <laughs> I already know that we're over 20 minutes in this podcast. So okay. if we abide in Jesus, it will be evident in our relationship with him, okay. right? Because love for Jesus yeah. results in love for people.
1: Right, right? there's that outpouring. Particularly
0: that our brothers and sisters in Christ, right. right? Like we should have a familial love for just... Christians in general, Mm -hmm. not even just Christians we know, but Christians in general. Right. Um, And people should be able to see that, (laughs) observe it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Mark uh, 10, verse 45. I have it if you want me to read it. Mm Yes.
1: For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give His life as a ransom for many.
0: Yeah, and as Jesus asks us to be like Him, to do the things that He asks us to do, we're called to serve, right? So... You know, um,
1: yes, we have other. to give up
0: our time and our energy. Sometimes we're going to give up our, our money, our reputation, our
1: mm.
0: our our you know our desires. Our you know you, you might want to be a pro golfer. I mean, in this where you know what where the rubber hits the road here in Canada. Mm-hmm. You got hockey. a kid. You got a kid <laughs> that plays hockey, but you love Jesus.
1: What are you yeah, going to do about church, balance, right? right?
0: And I'm a chaplain for a hockey team, uh, one of the guys that are trying to get to American colleges, right? So um, we tr- we've we tried to figure out a way to make this work for them because they're in a bus traveling from place to place and all that kind of stuff. We try yeah, to make sure that busy. we can we can get that. Um, I'm part of a, a chaplain with Hockey Ministries International. I, I know that there are minor hockey teams that do Church in their hotels.
1: Yeah.
0: And that kind of stuff. So Otherwise, the thing yeah. is, you have to choose to love Jesus, and this is hard, more than you love anything else. Anything
1: else, yeah. So if
0: you want your kid to be an NHL hockey star, you can't love hockey more than Jesus. You can't love soccer yeah. more than Jesus. You can't love baseball more than Jesus. You can't love football, tennis, golf, fishing, like just name it, camping, mm-hmm. vacationing. <laughs> All of those things, you can't love them more than Jesus because there was one little part in there.
1: Okay.
0: I choose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide. Hmm. Right. Our fruit should actually abide. Our fruit. Our fruit. Our joy is, if so, if we're going with the traits, Hmm. love, peace, patience, joy. Oh, like the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience,
1: kindness, goodness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control.
0: All of those in Jesus. Yeah. Not in not in me and my great abilities to keep it together in Jesus. Yeah. If we're going with an evangelistic effort, in those Jesus. people end up at Jesus. They don't look at me like the hero because no, I right. showed them. You the can't way. save
1: them. You right. But yep.
0: you know, they don't end up at a pastor going, Oh, you're the best. They don't end up at a church saying this is the best. Hmm. They end up at Jesus saying he, he is, is the, the best. best. Right?
1: Yeah, I like that.
0: Now, right off the bat, full disclosure, before we started to record, Teresa was like, Are hey, you the vine and the branches ends at 17. Why do you want me to read 18 <laughs> to 25? Like,
1: and then, okay, not only 18 to 25, the whole chapter only has like
0: yeah, 27 that. verses. I know we left that off because that's a whole different one when we talk know. about the Holy Spirit and what the Holy Spirit is at work in our lives doing.
1: Are you going to explain but, why we read that little pit in between them that's away from the vine and the branches?
0: Right now? Yeah. Yes. We're doing that right now. Oh, we are doing yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> That's what so you didn't just saying. get me to
1: read it for nothing.
0: No, no, because it's a response.
1: It is. I was going to say, it, d- right? it does make sense.
0: Here is this, I've called you out, you're to abide, bear fruit, don't get separated. If you don't bear fruit, you will be cut off. Hmm. And when you get cut off, you're going to die and burn. Right, Right. Like quite literally, he is saying that. And that is, in eternal consequences, an option. It is, yes. And so here he comes. He says, if the world hates you, know that mm. you have hated me. You know that it has hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you're not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Yeah. Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will also keep yours. But all these things they will do to you on account of my name, because they did not know him who sent me. If I had not come and spoken of them, they would be n- not have been guilty of sin. But now they have no excuse for their sin. Whoever hates me hates my father also. If I had not done among, the works, among them the works that no one else did, they would not be guilty of sin. But now they have seen and hated both me and my father. But the word that was written on the law most fulfilled, they hated me without a cause.
1: Hmm. Without the re-
0: cause. Without cause. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was just repeating it. I wasn't correcting um, you. (laughs) Sorry. I was just saying, like, they hated him for no reason.
0: This is the threat to abiding. Mm -hmm. What do we fall in? What do people fall in love with that draws them away from church, from other believers, from reading the word? It's the world. Yeah. It's it's the allure of the world, and the world hates Jesus. So the world is constantly trying to pull us away so that we will be a branch that does not bear fruit. Mm-hmm. And then we will be cut off and we will be separated from God just like the world is. This is, it's one of those classic cases of um, the bar will never go higher if you add, you, right. know, you know, factors that are not reaching the bar. Yeah. Um, the, the lower common denominator, the lowest denominator will pull that bar mm-hmm. uh, down, mm-hmm. not raise it up. That's right. This is what the world does. And Jesus is saying, abide in me, and you better get everything in line. That my love is enough. Yeah. My joy. Well, is this enough. is the you know that, perseverance of uh, yeah the, perseverance of, of the, the saints. saints that's right? clear
1: in scripture, right? Or
0: yeah. That's so the threat of abiding is uh, of abiding is persecution in the world. Hmm. We're not actually offered a, you know an easy road. No. Uh, It's clear in scripture, in more than just here, but here it's clear. Jesus is pulling no punches. They hated me. They're going to hate you.
1: (laughs) I mean, he's very honest. Yeah. This is what you need to expect. And then
0: people come to Jesus and they're shocked that sometimes it's hard. I know. Right? If we abide...
1: They must not read their Bible. We will
0: experience powerful prayer, will bear fruit, Mm. will have constant joy, and a love for others. But... We lose the world. It's going to be hard. Don't be surprised when difficulties occurs because the enemy hates to see us do those four things. To have Mm -hmm. a powerful prayer that's focused on Jesus. To bear fruit that comes because we're connected to Jesus. That we have a constant joy because we are filled with Jesus. And that we have a love for others because Jesus loves us. And Mm -hmm. there's so much love that we got extra for other people. Yeah. Right, it pours out of us.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so as a, as a challenge, kind of at the end of this, is is to say, um, it's a pretty simple image.
1: Yeah,
0: you're part of a plant.
1: You're part of a plant.
0: Make sure you don't get One cut of off. Many pieces pruning is a different deal. That's a whole different teaching that he has. Where yes. some will get cut some of the yeah. branch will get cut off to be bear fruit better the next season round and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about there's dead branches. The
1: there's, whole branch. There's
0: dead wood. I got a tree outside that has dead wood all through. Oh, throughout. it's and actually dangerous. I cut dangerous. The tree yeah. down and I cut more out of it and I get rid of it. And there's just always more. And the tree slowly gets more healthy because we cut that When you out. get rid of that
1: dead. And that's exactly yeah. what
0: happens to the church hmm. as Jesus continues to remove the people that don't actually love him, don't abide in him. Hmm. So the challenge is just to evaluate. Are you reading your scripture? Are you praying? Do you have a joy? Are you filled with love? Mm -hmm. Are you fixated on Jesus? Or are there other things creeping in? If there are other things creeping in, put them to death. Return to Jesus. Hmm. He just wants you to be with him and to not be distracted. To just abide Hmm. in him.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, thanks for joining us today, guys, for our conversation. If you've enjoyed the podcast, you can always subscribe, leave a like or comment on our social streams, or even tell others about us. We appreciate any help that you can give us in getting connected to people who are interested. As always, you can find us online at discipleship.ca and on Facebook and Instagram. Have a great day, and I hope you can join us next time.
0: Until next time.